I'm Mike Richman, and welcome to our podcast series, Voices of VA Research. Dr. Linda Resnick is a research scientist at the VA Medical Center in Providence, Rhode Island. She's long been researching prosthetic technologies and the outcomes for upper limb prosthesis users at VA and defense medical sites and in academia. She also helped develop the VA DOD clinical practice guidelines for upper limb amputations. Now Dr. Resnick is leading a study on evaluating the needs of veterans with traumatic upper limb amputations. The most common such procedure is just below the elbow. In September, DOD awarded a $2.5 million contract to the Ocean State Research Institute, the nonprofit arm of the Providence VA, to do the study. I recently spoke with Dr. Resnick to learn more about this critical project. Hello, Dr. Resnick. Thank you for joining me on Voices of VA Research. Thank you so much for having me. Great. Happy to have you. What do you hope to gain from this research, and why do you think the data are needed? Well, this will be the first of its kind nationally representative study of veterans and active duty service members with upper limb amputation. And we're going to gain a very comprehensive understanding of their views on their amputation care, the prostheses they use, the quality of care that they received, and we'll get a, a sense of how their needs are being met and what their unmet needs are for care. Will this study look into the development or implementation in any way of advanced prosthetics? We're going to ask participants in the study about the kinds of prosthesis that they currently use, those devices that they've used in the past, and why they may have stopped using them. And we're going to get an understanding of how, how much they use their devices, the kinds of problems that they have, and the kinds of activities that they can do with them. Uh, so we will have participants in the study that use all kinds of devices. Some will be basic body-powered devices and some will be more uh, advanced devices with multiple functions. And we'll be able to get some data comparing um, how those are used and how satisfied people are with the different types of devices. I understand this will be the largest and most comprehensive study of veterans and service members with upper limb amputations. How many will participate and how will you reach your final conclusions? The study really has two portions. The first portion is a survey study where we'll be identifying the entire universe of people with upper limb amputation in the VA and those active duty service members who haven't transitioned over to the VA yet. And we will sample a fraction of them. We hope that our final sample will be over 1,000, perhaps 1,100 people. And then we will survey them once and follow up with a subset of them a year later. And in addition, the second portion of the survey is we'll be bringing in a group of 125 people for in-person assessments where we'll be looking at their prostheses, looking at their residual limbs, and testing them uh, for their physical function and activity performance so we'll be able to understand you know, what they can do and how the different types of devices that they use impact their ability to perform daily activities. And in addition to the Providence VA, will there be investigators from other VA medical centers? Oh, absolutely. One of the strengths of this study is that we have a lot of collaborators across the country. We have uh, VAs including the Tampa VA, the Gainesville VA, 
the Richmond VA, and the Seattle VA, and we have the Center for the Intrepid at Brook Army Medical Center. So uh, for the in-person assessments, those will be happening at those five sites. And for our survey uh, component of the study, we're partnering with the survey center at University of Massachusetts Medical Center, and they will be assisting with uh, all of the survey research. In the veteran population, upper limb amputation is much less common compared with lower limb loss, although the percentage has risen in recent years due to the many soldiers who've lost hands and arms in roadside blasts in Iraq and Afghanistan. Still, the medical community faces serious challenges when it comes to providing upper limb prosthesis users devices they're happy with. Why is that? And let me just note that a 2011 VA study found that only 7 in 10 upper limb amputee veterans from the conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan were satisfied with their prosthesis compared with 9 in 10 lower limb amputees. Why is that the case? Well, there are a lot of reasons uh, that upper limb amputees are not satisfied, and, and it's a really good question. I mean, the first is that the hand essentially and the upper limb is much more complicated than the lower limb. It's a much a greater loss in terms of the kinds of activities that need to be replaced. With a lower limb, primary activities are walking, stair climbing, running, going up and down ramps, things like that. But basically, uh, a limited set of activities that we do with our legs. But with our arms and hands, we do so many thousands of activities. Uh, the, the hands have a lot of sensory mechanisms. They interact with other people, with our own body for self-care, for daily activities, for eating and uh, hygiene and all, all kinds of activities. So in, inherently, it's a more challenging system. And as you mentioned, uh, upper limb amputation is, is so much rarer than lower limb amputation, and there really until recently hasn't been the market and the demand for innovation to improve the kind of technology available to these amputees. And I think that really changed with the revolutionizing prosthetics program and a, a great uh, influx of research funding through the VA and the Department of Defense to help design better devices. Another challenge is that most clinical providers don't have sufficient expertise in caring for patients with upper limb amputation because in any given medical center, there may be only a handful of patients with upper limb amputation. Therefore, prosthetists and therapists in their lifetime, most don't have the opportunity to develop expertise in the care of this population. It sounds like you and your research team will provide much-needed information on upper limb amputations. When do you expect this study to begin? Well, we're in our startup phases now. We're identifying our sample and we're getting our, our final survey ready to field. We'll be beginning our data collection in the spring and uh, beginning to bring people into our sites for the in-person testing in the late spring. We'll be collecting data for three years, and we'll be doing some interim analyses, but I really don't expect the full reports to be ready for about three years, maybe three and a half years. We want to wish Dr. Resnick and her team much success in researching the needs of upper limb amputees an important segment of the VA population. And we look forward to seeing the results of this work. 
You've been listening to Voices of VA Research. Hope you enjoyed it, and please tune in again. I'm Mike Richmond. To learn more about VA Research, go to research.va.gov. That's research.va.gov. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter.